Well, the last episode we did was the Buddy Sadfer, the Buddy Chitta path. And lo and behold, last night, the Dalai Lama, Tenzin Yatso, the 14th Dalai Lama, uh, began the first of three nights of teaching on the 37 practices of a Bodhisattva and the three principal aspects of the path. What I found very interesting is, as I said, I was just talking about my own discouragement. So, without further ado, here is uh, Dalai Lama's translator from last night talking about um, step 18, verse 18. Oh, actually, I should say, um, in this case, Though gripped with poverty and always scorned, though stricken by acute illness and possessed by evil spirits, to take upon yourself the negativities and suffering of every being, and never to get discouraged is the practice of a bodhisattva. So when you are at, uh, when there's a risk of uh, feeling totally discouraged, disheartened and discouraged by the actions of others, you should be able to do this kind of practice to take upon yourself the negativities and suffering of all others and never to feel discouraged is the bodhisattva's practice. Alright, well, so that was um, step 18 or verse 18 in the 37 steps. Uh, let me give this an attempt. Yalsi Sakme Sengpo's 37 Practices of the Bodhisattva. And so I'll read it. Translation is a little bit different. It says, Though you lack what you need and are constantly disparaged, are afflicted by dangerous sickness and spirits, without discouragement, Take on the misdeeds and all the pain of living beings. This is the practice of bodhisattvas. My apologies, second last lines actually end the pain of all living beings, but there you go. Now, the other side of um, his teaching, but he didn't really get into that right now, but was the um, Tsongkhapa's uh, three principal aspects of the path. So I want to highlight uh, 13. When you know that appearances dispel the extreme of existence, while the extreme of nothingness is eliminated by emptiness. And you also come to know how emptiness arises as cause and effect, then you'll be immune to any view entailing clinging to extremes. Right? So it says, uh, the note, of course, is um, commonly said that uh, things appear eliminates the extremes of nihilism or of a belief in the total non-existence of things, that emptiness dispels the extreme of eternalism or the belief in things as truly existent. Here, Tsongkhapa goes further and says that the fact that things appear dispels the extreme of taking things to be truly existent because for things to appear they must lack inherent existence. Moreover, in the fact that things are empty eliminates the extreme of non-existence since it is only because things are empty that they can appear. 
But the reason why I mention that is um, further to what they're talking about, the Madhyamika Vatara. In the fifth Bhumi, the difficult to overcome practice, it actually says that all demons of self-importance cannot defeat the Bodhisattva and the Bhumi difficult to overcome. Meditation is excellent, mind is good, the nature of truth is thoroughly realized, thus he becomes skillful. Uh, and it goes on and says that the, this great being on the fifth stage of this Bodhisattva practice to ten, that's what the Bhumis are about, on the fifth stage cannot be defeated by all the demons of self-importance, including the four kinds of physical demons such as Maras and Yakshashas. This Bodhisattva cannot be overthrown from the stage called difficult to overcome. Right. Now, so it goes on and says, in advancing his mind dwells in meditation, advancing towards the Dharma of perfect Buddhahood, seeing the suchness of dependent arising, the Bodhisattva dwells in wisdom, thereby reaching cessation. It goes on and says, as an entire crowd of blind people can easily be led to their desired destination by a seeing individual, likewise intelligence can lead the blind qualities to victory. It goes on further and says, the one who realized the profound dharma of this Bhumi through the scriptures as well as through reasoning was Arya Nargajuna, based on his scriptural tradition, I shall explain his tradition, and goes on and it says, even an ordinary being may, when hearing of emptiness, repeatedly feel immense joy surging within, bringing forth tears that moisten his eyes and making the hairs on his body quiver. He has the seed for the mind of perfect enlightenment and is a perfect recipient for instruction. He must be taught the ultimate truth, so the resulting qualities will arise. Applying at all times perfect discipline, he comes to abide therein, giving with generosity, adhering to compassion, and meditating on patience. He completely dedicates his virtue to beings enlightenment, so that's other beings enlightenment, devoted to the perfect bodhisattva. It's arguably uh, seems difficult and it goes on and says, Skilled in the ways of prof the profound and the vast, he will gradually attain the bhumi of extremely joyful. Therefore, those aspiring thus should hear of this path. And then it goes on and talks about accumulating merit and a narrow view of the Madhyamaka, which is emptiness and the mind only. So here I went and did two episodes uh, yammering on and on and on about... Uh, you know, feeling discouraged on the path, uh, the Bodhisattva path or the um, Bodhicitta path, the Chitta Matra, Madhyamakan, Yoga Karan. How could you feel um, discouraged? Because one, it really your only goal is to deal with yourself and two, there is nothing outside of yourself. So if you're uh, discouraged by the actions of others, um, then you're missing the whole point. The idea is you begin with compassion for yourself and um, 
even when you find yourself discouraged. It's that same uh, compassion that allows you to feed once again that discouragement is one of those kleshes. It's one of those um, defilements or afflictions. I mean, that's what Shamatha and Vipassana is. I mean, I can't believe I would allow myself to see it any other way. Simply uh, part of the path. Uh, arguably, you know, the first is realizing, the second is dealing with these issues. So, just an interesting, uh, I'll obviously uh, recommend if you have uh, the ability to uh, take a look at the Dalai Lama does his teachings both on his website and on all of the social medias. Take a look. He's teaching the 37 practices of the Bodhisattva and the three principal aspects of the path. Talking about uh, Tsongkhapa and Nagarjuna, the Nalanda tradition. Again, this is right in the, right in the, the thick of Madhyamaka because he was talking about the Madhyamaka Vitara. And uh, so I thought I would just end it uh, with if, once again. But if you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting, or being lied about, don't deal in lies, or being hated, don't give way to hating, and yet, don't look too good nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master. If you can think and not make thoughts your aim. If you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same. If you can hear, well, if you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools, or watch the things you gave your life to broken and stoop and build them up with worn-out tools. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they are gone, and so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue, or walk with kings nor lose the common touch, if neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you but none too much, if you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run. Yours is the earth and everything that's in it. Which is more... <laughs> You'll be a, a bodhisattva. My great being. <laughs>